1: It's time to go inside the boardroom. It probably is, Simon. You know why? I respect anybody that was on the Warriors beat during those years. And take a seat at the conference table. Guru's great, too.
0: Welcome to The Executive Show. Nothing easy. On
1: 95.7 The Game. Brought to you by Yellow Sack. Try a dumpster bag for easy waste removal. Less mess, reduce stress, budget friendly, clean freely. Call 833-3YELLOW or go to yellowsack.com. Alrighty, let's get right to it. Go to the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. This is the executive show. Brought to you by Yellow Sack. Let's go out and talk to Zaza Pachulia, who joins us every other week. Hey, Zaza, how you doing?
2: Hey, guys. I'm pretty good. Exciting for tonight's game and uh, looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, we definitely want to want to get into the Grizzlies in, in a sec. But let, I, w- I was hoping you could uh, share some insight with us. So, uh, you know, today in the athletic there was a story about Bob Myers and and Joe Lacob, and it's now getting out there that Bob doesn't have a contract extension for next year. And it's some it's a little bit unusual. My my question to you, you know, and, and fans are very interested in that, obviously. My question to you is, having been involved in tons of negotiations as a player and as a free agent, like what what what's something about this process we don't understand from the outside?
2: Hey, guys, before I, I answer the question, I want to share my condolences to the victims that could affected in, uh, uh in the shooting in Hong Kong Bay. It's really a tragic day for us in that Bay Area, not only Bay Area, but you know, the, the, the country, the, the people who live here. Uh, and uh, I just want to start with the condolences. Appreciate that. Um, you know, regarding your question, yes. I mean, I actually read. I didn't read today's article, but I read the article uh, that, that Joel Lake went to share. And you know, one thing is it's so glaring, it's so obvious that uh, you know both sides wants to the deal to happen, and that gives me all kind of confidence that since both sides are motivated, you know, to deal to happen, it will happen. Obviously, sometimes it takes longer. There's some details. There is not only about today, it is about tomorrow. I'm not part of this negotiation, honestly. I am not been in the room or in the call uh, between the two parties, but my sense and my understanding of what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what I feel as a part of the uh, Warriors family, uh, that both Joe want Bob to uh, continue to do whatever he's been doing for years now and done a phenomenal job, an amazing job, obviously. And he's the one who's the best, if not the best, uh, in the business. And Bob, obviously, made it, you know, Bay Area guy, you know, grew up with a uh, Warriors fan. And, you know, obviously, uh, whatever he started, it's not over. It's still processed it continues. And I you know he wants to stay here as well. So that's uh, gave me the confidence, as, as I mentioned, that was going to happen as a matter of when.
0: Zaza, my partner and I were talking, and a lot of times I got to check myself, because I think these athletes and these players are like robots, like it's a video game. And Andrew Wiggins, for the last two years, Zaza, I don't got to tell you, you saw it up close. He's been so reliable. He's been in a rhythm, and he can do so many things. But since his return from injury, I'm going to call it Russ. And the, and I'm telling the people that's all it is. You've been a player. Talk. Walk us through watching Andrew Wiggins and what you see from him, and how long you think it'll take before he can get his groove back, like Stella.
2: I agree. I agree with you. But uh, he's been phenomenal in you know, the last few years that we've been seeing since he joined the Warriors. And but you know one thing we're forgetting that it was very un- unusual situation for him. He has not missed. A lot of time throughout his career Brilliant. with injury, yep. he is not. He doesn't have experience, and it's funny. We're talking about is almost thirty year old. Andrew Wiggins, a player, and uh, we can call him. A, you know, obviously he's an NBA champion. We can call him a vet, right? He's a veteran in this league and for this team, and like doesn't know <laughs> how to. Uh, you know, how to deal with, you know, after injury, come back, and, you know, that's normal. He does not because he's never been in a situation. Luckily him, obviously, I'm jealous, and every okay. athlete, I'm pretty sure, professional athlete would be jealous of, you know, talking about, you know, almost 30-year-olds for the first time getting injured. But, you know, this is part of the game, uh, and it's, it's, you know, he has to experience it, and he's going through the experience. But, um, like I said, most importantly he feels healthy, so that that's the that, that's the key part, right? And, and there's, there's no limitations with the meaning, there's no limitations with with pressure and with load and you know he's gonna he's gonna figure
1: out his matter at of uh, the time. Zaza Picciulliu joining us uh on ninety five seven the game. You know what, that's a that's a that's a great point that you just made and it's one that I hadn't and I think a lot of us haven't put in the equation, um, about the fact that he, he He's not used to coming <laughs> off injury, uh, so really like that. I really appreciate that that insight. Um- Let me ask you about the team in general. Uh, You know, you're twenty. It's we've kind of had the same conversation all year because you, you you know, um, when do you start to worry? But do you give them the benefit of the doubt because they're champions? But this year's different, so we can't count on what happened last year. This year, I I, I was I was talking to Raymond Ritter, and he's like, "Well, what do you want to ask Zaza?" And I said, "One thing I want to ask him is, you guys are twenty three and twenty four, like." When do you have to start getting moving here?
2: Well, of course, we would like to, <laughs> you know, reach that consistency part as soon as possible, right? And you know, if you ask anyone, you know, starting from Coach Kerr or you know the front office or you know even the players, right? So yes, you know, we would like to, uh, and it's just work in progress, but. I don't know how you guys feel and see, but I see signs moving in towards that direction, guys. And you know, seeing the bench uh, playing better than any other time throughout this year, right? It's the best that we've seen. And individuals, and Dante, you know, with his feeling like you know he's been part of the team team for a long time. And it's not like you know you just signed; and he's just trying to figure out uh, how to adapt to the Warriors basketball. I see science. I see science as a matter of consistency. I think we need to get consistently, you know, put the things together for 48 minutes and game by game. And um, I think we're moving towards the right direction.
0: Zaza, it's kind of unfair, but I'll ask you. Last week, I heard Draymond. He was on his podcast, and he opened up and talked about, you know, what happened with him and Poole early on, kind of affected his his leadership skills and abilities. And you know, from my vantage point, he's been locked in all year. So the things I'm asking you are behind the scenes, and I know you're around the team. Can you kind of speak to? Have you noticed any difference in his leadership? Because when I watch the games. You know, the mannerisms are the same, but can you kind of speak to us about what he kind of was talking about in that clip?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, probably Jeremiah's the best who can actually tell us or share with us what he feels and how he feels about, you know, prior to that incident versus the uh, post-incident. Uh, you know, his comfort zone, He's, you know, I mean, uh, he can share best, but you know what I see. I see like a lot of conversations. I see what what we've been knowing, Draymond, of uh, you know talking to his teammates and you know on the court, off the court. Now it might be less, more. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I'm not just watching Draymond and watching the whole game and you know, other places as well, especially youngsters. But uh, but his presence definitely felt, and it's, it's it's better than what it used to be last month for sure. And uh, you know we already talked about it. That incident is very unfortunate that it happened. Um, and, you know, with Austin especially we've we'll been knowing such a such a great team on and off the court. You know, we've we'll been talking about the chemistries and etc. So it's very unfortunate. But you know, I think you know we we moved on. And you know, yes, there, there, there was a damage happened. And same time, we we all understood it was going to take some time to uh, you know fix it. It would not come overnight, and it obviously we started between those two individuals, Draymond and Jordan. So, um, you know, I think it's better than what used to be last month, I would say. Um, but, you know, beautiful thing is as I'm seeing the Draymond and being who he is. You know, you know, even talking about talking in the locker room after the games or, you know, talking in the hoddles before the games. Obviously, this is something that not showing on TV or not showing on, uh, you know, social media, or you know, the fans not having the opportunity to see. But you know, um, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it all. So it's just beautiful because we need his leadership, right? I mean, as for he, he's been down for years and years, and I know a lot of t- a lot of players we benefited, and you know, there's a reason why we're talking about a dynasty because every single individual who's been part of the dynasty has is contributed their own way, and and Draymond's leadership
1: very, very valuable. Zaza Pachulia joining us on the executive show uh, with Matt Steinmetz and Dow the Guru Johnson. Um, you got Memphis coming in tonight, and obviously I I don't know whether it's a rivalry or not. You know, you got, got a little <laughs> bad, bad blood with them. But let me ask you this, and t- tell me if I'm right. When when you guys were, were in the uh, championship era, you know, I felt like even though Houston never got by you, I, I feel like Deep down inside, you guys respected Houston for, for pushing you as far as they did. Now, I may be wrong about that. Uh, maybe the, your team says they were never going to beat us. But where, where's Memphis on that respect level, um, knowing that you guys are four-time champions? And like with all due respect, they haven't even become Houston yet.
2: Yeah, I got I to tell you, you got to respect every opponent. You better respect every single opponent, especially in today's reality, right? And where it's so balanced and nobody knows who's going to win, uh, you know, compared to seventeen, eighteen, we were obvious favors to win, right? Uh, so, uh, and it's not like I, I started playing basketball with the championship team and, and I, I finished my 16-year career with playing for the championship. I've been on the other side, too, you know, where... We had a lottery team, right? We had to, you know, right. we can't even make the playoffs. So you better respect every single opponent because, you know, bottom line, you're playing against the NBA teams. And I think that's that's important for, especially us having the young players. Uh, or, or, you know, the, the, the kids are listening, then probably they're going to hear me saying, answering this question. you got to uh, respect your opponent, uh, you know, so... Talking about Memphis, obviously they're an exciting team, you know, with amazing player, with John Moran obviously, and really well coached too. I want to give the coaches style the credit for what they've done uh, since getting the job, getting the opportunity to lead and, and coach uh, this young team, and you know, they've been amazing. They coming, um, you know, I, I think everybody would agree, until they win, until they upset, until they uh, they beat the teams in the playoffs and go as far as possible and play finals and win the championships. It's, it's hard for me to say, you know, it's a rivalry or whatever. But, yeah, they make you think because they play hard and they, they have talent out there. And and they're really, really well coached. So, either you're Memphis or you mentioned Houston. So, any any other 29 other teams, you know, talked about when you have a combination of talent and, and the blue-collar mentality. And, you know, you there's a team that plays hard, right? Uh, while using the and skills and they're well coached hey, you better be prepared you better be focused right so you better take it seriously so that's just my mentality honestly and uh, that's how i being especially lately after I, I i got my uh uh
1: experience
0: Zaza, i don't i don't hide my um myself rooting for james wiseman man i I, i'm just rooting for him and today i feel like i got good news he's probable okay i feel like he may not play tonight but his return is imminent and i look at this warrior team and there's not a there's not another option there's not another wiseman and i'm like can he do what javel did can he do what you did there's 35 games left when he does come back is it realistic for warrior fans how's i to think he can contribute and help this team going into the playoffs?
2: Yeah, I mean, first of all, great. It's a good. I, I love the news too. He's been working hard. Uh, especially here, it's such a good stretch of a couple of weeks, you know, with the G League, with coming to, you know, Warriors, he played minutes, got minutes, maybe not, you know, 20 plus or 30 plus, but he's still part of the rotation. So uh, it was a good stretch of uh, a couple of weeks and. And then he gets injured. He rolls his ankle here. He, is, ah. he I think, 11 the games. And uh, uh, it's just exciting to see him back on the court and being able to uh, contribute and play. Um, but, you know, the same time, I want to remind you guys how Steve always finds those minutes during the playoffs for these young guys. Talking about Jordan Bell, you know, talking about Patrick McCall, I still remember the game five in the finals ended at home against the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know how amazing Patrick was, right? And he's look rookie year. And, and uh, you know, if somebody can't figure out, if somebody can put these young guys in a you know, situation to succeed and contribute and help this team, I think he's our coaching staff and Steve Kerr, obviously, because he's, he's done it, he's proven, and and uh, you never know. And obviously, it goes from series by series. It depends who we're going to face. It depends who we're going to play against. Because especially for the big man, you know, his matchup thing is, is serious. It's It's, it's real. We've seen it, you know, from small ball to the you know, the big lineup. But uh again the toughest toughest job, one of the toughest jobs actually, um, is uh, to it should be ready, to stay ready and just waiting until your name is called until waiting until that opportunity comes to you, right? Uh and it might be the game where you're just not expecting, right? You might not be thinking, like, you know what, we we'll are playing against Denver for example, right. you know. If it's, you know, Jokic is some, somebody, somebody that we, we focus and we need, we need bodies, we need big men out there, right? So, um, uh, or it can it can be any other game, right? Again, it's Houston or whoever, right? So, um, anyway, so that's the toughest part. And you know actually, Ty Jerome was talking about it. I mean, he, he went through, I don't know if you guys heard his podcast when uh, he was talking with Andre Iguodala, and that was the biggest challenge for him, right? I mean, to even though he knew he was ready, he knew he could play to contribute, especially having such a successful career in his college. You know, NBA offers you different challenges, and one of the challenges for the youngster is, you know, when it's not consistent, when my minutes are going to come, when my name is going to get called, right? So there's a mental aspect, I think, every, uh, you know, most of I don't want to say every, because there are rookies that are getting consistent minutes, but um, uh, there's some players that, you know, it's not guaranteed that they're going to play consistently every single night so it's a matter of stay ready physically and mentally
1: yeah it's always an issue for a, for a young player hey zaza thank you so much for joining us really appreciate it we'll talk to you in a couple weeks
2: always great talking to you guys
1: all righty that was zaza Pachulia, and this was the executive show
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours